Welcome to another episode of B-School, a living case study in aligned action. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, speaker, facilitator, and founder of Inner Workout. B-School is a personal development podcast for collective change. So join me in becoming a student of yourself and the world around you. Let's get studying. Hey there. Welcome to the final episode of B-School. I am so glad that you are here. This is a bittersweet moment for me. I'm already feeling a little bit of something, and we're going to see where this episode goes. I titled this B-School Graduation, and I should have asked my editor to put in that da-da-da-da-da-da music in because it is a graduation. We are graduating from this platform. Um into something new and exciting, and I'll tell you more about that at the end of the episode. But first, I thought it would make sense to ground ourselves and end where we started. At the beginning of B-School, I talked so much about learning and unlearning and growth. And in every episode, I'd ask those lightning questions about what someone learned, what they were in the process of unlearning, and how they were growing, and why they were proud of that. And that's what I want to do for this final episode. As I look back on this journey of starting B-School, I remember recording that first episode in November of 2018 and fully launching the podcast in January of 2019. There's been so much that has happened in my life, in this world, from I started when I had quit my full-time job and was working in a part-time job. But then I quit my part-time job, launched in a workout, a new new company, got another part-time job for a little bit, started contracting with Google and with Franklin Covey. Man, there's just like so many, and those are just kind of professional things. When I think about what happened, what has happened personally, I could just spend the whole episode talking about what's happened in the past two years and change of my life because I really feel like I've come into my own in the past couple of years and I'm not the same person who recorded that same episode. And if you are one of the people who listened back from the very beginning, you're probably not the same person either. So even as I share my learning on learning and growth, I invite you to do the same, to take some time and think about who was I in January of 2019 And how am I different today? So I'll start with what I learned. And I could have done a list underneath each of these, but I wanted to focus on one bullet point for each. So I think the biggest thing that I've learned in my podcasting journey and in my journey of the past couple of years has been persistence. First, I put consistency. And I do feel like I had a certain type of consistency, and you can go back and listen to that episode where I showed up every day or for the first year, and then every Monday and Friday, and eventually every Monday when I said I would, with the exception of so sorry to my Apple Podcast listeners who, for the past couple of weeks, you didn't get episodes because I didn't realize when we switched to our podcasting host that it wasn't properly updated in Apple. So my bad on that, but I promise you I did record those episodes. Um, That's a certain type of consistency. I honestly don't always think that I was as consistent as I could have been in the content of episodes because personal development is so broad. 
And I felt like I played around a lot with the format. So that's why I went with persistence instead of consistency, because honestly, there's still room for me to grow there. And I'm totally fine with owning that. In terms of persistence, I do feel like I showed up when I said I would, especially that first year when I was doing an episode every day, every weekday. There were just times when I didn't always have ideas or for the first few weeks, I had a lot of thoughts to share. And then in, as we went on and got later in the year, it felt like, well, I've talked about this before. How can I make this fresh? Or just realistically, like I could have had a creative block or I was PMSing or I was really busy and I still showed up and I am so proud of myself for that. And I also see how I translate that into other areas of my work of like, okay, I'm going to show up when I say I will, even when I need to set new expectations. So it's not persistence in this sense of like running in the same direction, no matter if something else opens up on the side. I'm picturing myself like, running on a really rocky path and I'm going and I'm going. But if I see that there's a place where I could turn and there's a paved path, it's fine to shift as long as I level set again. And I feel like I was persistent in that way where I said, this podcast is important to me. I'm going to keep showing up. And also sometimes we need to reset. I've been on Clubhouse a little bit more often and they talk about resetting the room Because as people come and go, it can shift the room where people might not know what they're getting into. And I felt like I did a good job of resetting the room and then continuing to move in this new direction. It also just showed me that it forced me to be more aware of what was happening in my life and in the world. Sometimes creativity is a big spark. It happens for me a lot during my ovulation phase where I just have ideas out the wazoo And I've gotten better at capturing those because I know that there will inevitably be a time two weeks later where I'm sitting and staring in front of my computer. Like, what am I going to talk about? (laughs) Nothing matters. Everything is awful. No one listens to this podcast. Every, like, all the numbers that I see of people listening are just bots. Like, it can get real, yeah, not fun. And being able to push through that and be persistent because ultimately I do believe in the value of this medium. And I do believe that for certain people who choose to listen, they get value out of it too. And so to be persistent enough to show up was something that I learned and something that I will take with me. Okay. Into unlearning. The biggest thing that I unlearned, and this was interesting to me, this surprised me, was I've think this podcast helped me unlearn doing it alone. So when I first launched the podcast, I can remember sitting in my dining room and like trying to edit the podcast episodes myself. And I forget what I did, but I messed something up. And I think I like lost the files or something, or I don't remember exactly what happened. I just remember the feeling of sitting in my dining room. It was Sunday night. The next week's podcast needed to be scheduled. And I was like, oh shoot, I'm going to have to re-record these all over again. And then I'm going to have to edit them myself. And I just felt so deflated and dejected. 
And I know that I vented about it and I got done what I needed to, to be persistent and to still show up. And then I went online and I found an editor. And that was my first contractor hire was an editor. And it was me being able to say, okay, I could theoretically edit this. I have figured out how to do it. But the time that it is going to take me to edit it versus the money that it would cost to pay someone else, the trade-off makes more sense for me to pay someone. And this comes as someone who I like to do things myself. And to this day, I'm still figuring out where to get support and when to do things on my own. But the podcast really shifted it for me. Like first it was having an editor and that was a huge weight off my shoulders. And then it was like, okay, well, I have an editor, but then I'm still having to make all the marketing collateral myself. So then I hired a podcast manager and it got to the point where I could basically show up and record the podcast and create the notes for it. As we got into doing more blog posts, I would often write those. But for a time, my podcast manager did that. And then the rest was out of my hands. The podcast would be scheduled and uploaded and the graphics would be created. And I just had to make sure that I shared whatever I needed to on my personal Instagram account. That was crazy (laughs) to feel so supported in that way. Whereas Before, in the past, when I needed to do something, I would spend hours and hours and hours learning how to do the thing myself, and then hours and hours and hours doing it because it would take me longer because it's not my area of expertise. And so the podcast taught me that I can get support. I can be really supported. And it's only going to clear space for me to be, people often say, in my zone of genius. And I think that's actually a really good transition. I didn't plan for that to be the transition, but I think that's a good transition into the way that I've grown that I'm really proud of. I feel like I've come into my voice. And I think part of my zone of genius is sharing my experience. Things that I've learned from this podcast (laughs) that I don't think I would have before. Some people really like my voice. I'm like most people. I don't really like my voice. But I've been told that my voice is calming and grounding. I've also been told that people like that I tend to keep things on the short and sweet side. I try to say what I mean and mean what I say, especially on the podcast. It's a lot harder in interpersonal relationships. So someone who's listening to this and knows me really well might be like, huh, Taylor could work on that in our relationship. And yes, I probably could. But especially in this type of medium, I feel like I can tell it like it is. And I also feel like I really am open to sitting in the nuances of things. And I just don't think that things are as black and white as we make them out to be. In this podcast, I mean, I definitely talked about pieces of my identity and talked about causes that I care about. I never got what I would consider super political. I mean, the personal is political. So that's why I'm saying I shared things that I care about that you might consider political. But I actually am kind of a politics and policy nerd. And I did not get into all of that. And why did I get on this tangent? Oh, because when I look at politics and policy, I feel like the more that you sit and dive into like actual research and studies surrounding different issues, like whether it's an economic study of how this would work or a behavioral study of 
they put this law in place and then this thing happens. Stuff is not as black and white as people like to make it seem. And I think part of my voice and perspective is inviting people to sit in that. I also, yeah, I just realized that I can share my experience and it's a touchstone. So I'm not expecting you to do everything exactly how I do it. That would probably not turn out well for you because it doesn't always turn well out well for me. So I can share where I'm at and you can use that as a touchstone and then see, okay, how does this show up in my life? Have I experimented with this? Have I experienced this? How might I apply this with whatever I'm going to through or to whatever I'm going through? And that's been really cool to find my voice, what's good about how I communicate and lean into that. And there were a lot of times where I felt like it should be different. Like my podcast episode should be longer because I personally like listening to longer episodes, but that's just not my deal. I like to say things kind of succinctly and that can be a good thing. So I found my voice. I found my perspective. I found what worked and I also found stuff that didn't work or didn't feel sustainable to me. And this is the point, I guess, where I tell you what's going on next. So yes, B-School is ending. If you listen to this and you're surprised, you should probably listen to the previous episode. And I probably should have said that at the beginning. Now I've grown in sharing my perspective, but I don't just want to share my perspective. I really want to help you become your own expert and I want you to find your own perspective And that's why I'm so excited about the next podcast project that we have coming out. It is a podcast under the Inner Workout brand. So if you don't know, I own a wellness company called Inner Workout that supports your journey to know, care for, and become your full self. And the podcast is called Inner Warm Up. The whole idea is that it's where your inner work begins. And so every week, we're going to treat you like an expert by interviewing you. I'm really excited about it. So every week we'll pose a question related to our theme for the month and our overarching theme for the quarter. And the idea is it's a that it's a place not where you're being talked at and told this is what you have to do and you have to implement this thing, but a place where you can check in and see how do I feel about this and reflect and decide how you want to experiment and grow. The format's not something that I've seen before, and so I'm really looking forward to getting to explore it with those listeners, and I hope that you'll at least listen to the first episode and see if it's something that you like. I will link to those in the show notes. We've got the trailer episode and then the first episode up. Most of the episodes are like these ones, short and sweet, and then once a month, there'll be a longer episode that we're calling the Deep Stretch Something fun that we're also doing is we are going to host a secret workshop for people who honestly rate and review the podcast. You just take a screenshot and send an email to takecare at innerworkout.co and we will invite you to that workshop on May 1st. And you can also get a recording if you're not available at the time on May 1st. So that's that podcast and I'm, yeah, I'm like pumped for it. It's, you can't see where I am, but all on the wall to the side of me, I've got post-it notes of the topics that we'll be talking about for the next few months. And I really want you to know you and what you need and what you want. 
and tap into your desires and expertise. And I really, truly hope that this new project will help you do that. I guess I'll end things with just saying thank you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you for DMing me and letting me know that something encouraged you or sending me an email. Now this is where I'm getting like more teary-eyed. I'm just so grateful. I really am. This has been, this whole project has been such a gift and it's been a gift because of you all. And there are so many of you that I have not even met or talked to, and it still will happen sometimes where someone will mention, oh yeah, on on B-School, you mentioned that in this episode. And I just had no idea that that person even deigned to listen to the podcast. So thank you. Even if we never meet, I'm so glad that we got to share this space together. And I really encourage you to think about how over the past couple of years, what you've learned, what you've unlearned and how you've grown. And I'd love to stay connected. You know that I'm not on Instagram as much, but I still pop in there at least once a day during weekdays. I'm also doing more on Clubhouse. And so I think that might turn into a more organic space to have conversations. Inner warm-up is going to be a lot more self-care and wellness focused. Well, self-care, wellness, personal development focused. There's this whole business side of my brain that I haven't decided where that fits in or where that goes yet. And so I'm thinking some of that might end up on Clubhouse. I don't really know how to end this well. (laughs) Thank you. I really am like envisioning people in front of me and just imagining giving each of you a hug. I hope this feels like a hug right now. I'm honestly, unbelievably, deeply, truly grateful for you, whether this is the first episode you've listened to or if you've listened to all of them or somewhere in between. So thank you so much for listening. And I won't be back in your earbuds next week if you're looking for B-School, but I could be back in your earbuds next week if you head over to Inner Warm-Up. Thanks, y'all. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison. Elise is E-L-Y-S-E. And check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com. 